good Tuesday morning. I'm Gabe DeArmond. Welcome into the Tuesday Tiger Recruiting Show, aptly named, I thought, since it is Tuesday, uh, presented by Brandon Barnes and USA Mortgage. We will get into what is going to be a busy couple weeks here in Mizzou Recruiting shortly, but first do want to remind you that if you've got any home needs, any refinance needs, anything like that, mortgage needs, you need to talk to Brandon Barnes a mortgage banker over at USA Mortgage in Columbia. He's located here in town, but anywhere in the state of Missouri, he's licensed to take care of you. So you can give him a call, 818-2772-590-0001. And you can go online at showmemortgage.com and you can get a um, free quote on there. He, Brandon's got the best rates in town. He's got the best customer service in town. And he's... The only mortgage banker I know who would probably be willing to talk to you about Mizzou recruiting if that's a thing that you're interested in. There may be other ones. I don't know about them. So uh, give Brandon a shot at your business first. And we're going to bring in Sean Williams now, our recruiting editor. And Sean, I have a feeling this might be our most popular show here for the next uh, two, three weeks. So no pressure, man. But but everybody's watching this week. All right, Sean's gone. Um, I don't know what happened, but Sean, uh, Sean gave up on us. So I am going to have to, uh, have to get back in touch with him and, um, we will get back to Sean shortly, but we'll go ahead and start here with me, um, for now. And, uh, I will try to carry the show and try to give you guys all of my knowledge, which is a thing that I have a lot of, obviously. So uh, we're going to start with Justin, and he wants to know if we are still planning to go to East St. Louis to cover his announcement. We are. We were actually talking on the show beforehand, um, or on the, you know, off air before the show began. And the plan right now is for both of us to be in East St. Louis next Tuesday at East St. Louis High School. Now, we don't know exactly what time that is, um, but... When we, we will find out this week what time it is, and when we do find that out, uh, our plan is to be there. Now, a, as I have said, we uh, we are, you know, we're part of a network, so we are, I am going regardless. If I find out that it is Georgia before he announces, I am still absolutely going to go to the meeting. Um, okay, so hopefully we are both still on here. I see me. So if for some reason I have dropped off, you're going to need to tell me that I have dropped off. I, s I see Sean. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is weird. Sean. Technology is weird. Can you see me? I can see you. Okay. You are on our screen. So hopefully this is working. I joined a call with you. I don't know. Somebody needs to put it in the comments. If it's nobody has told me they can't see or hear me, so I guess this is working. This is live internet, man. It's fantastic. I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> so, Dave, uh, I got a question for you. Can you yeah. see me? I can. Yeah. That's it's interesting because I can see you. I can't see me. I have a black screen. You're here uh, on me. So. You're Whatever, here. man. All right, let's go it's, with it. It's working. <laughs> yeah. So hey, this is our best show yet. Um, but anyway, let's get back to, uh, I was talking about, uh, Justin had asked if we were going to East St. Louis. I said, yes, uh, I am going to be going regardless. So just because I am going 
Do not take that necessarily to mean he is going to Missouri. This is the number six kid in the country. Rivals need somebody to be there. I will be there. Sean will probably be there. Um, we're going, but we we don't know now where he's going. And we may not know on Tuesday morning where he's going, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's going to be probably one of those situations. I don't think there's going to be a ton of you know, hand tipping, you know, when it comes to this decision, I think I can honestly see this just being, it's going to be a toss up until, and nobody's going to really know until he announces it. Because, you know, I think, you know, with somebody rated that high, um, you don't want things getting out. You don't want your moment to be spoiled. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is his time to shine. He's going to do it at his school. Um, yeah, so I don't think you're going to, he's not, he's probably not going to call coaches until after he makes his decision. So, you know, and uh, that's probably how it's going to go. That's what I was thinking. Like this could be a situation where the coaches find out at the same time that everybody else finds out. I remember, uh, the DGB recruitment was that way. The Missouri coaches honestly did not know for sure. I mean, they felt good, but they did not know for sure until he committed, um, on live television. And this could be that way. And like Sean said, I mean, the main reason is because if he tells a staff he's coming, even if it's private, somebody on that staff is telling somebody, right? And then <laughs> that person tells somebody else and you start to see posts on message boards and you start to see future casts and things that they come out. And that's fine, but a lot of these kids don't want that. A lot of these kids truly want that moment to be the time when everybody finds out. So the only way to keep news and recruiting completely quiet is seriously to tell no one, including the coaches you are committing to or not committing to. Yeah, I mean, you go back to uh, very recently, Enos Frickstraw, his mm -hmm. announcement. You know, it, it was the same way. He didn't really honestly know if he was going to Missouri or Alabama until he actually uh, got up there and, and made his decision. And he kind of kind of like, hey, Can I'm you imagine just walking on stage and really being like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing yet? You know, yeah, he told me, you know, after the fact that, you know, he was, he kind of had his mind up, made up, he was going to Alabama and then kind of changed his mind that morning, you know, so, and you saw that kind of, you know, led to the, uh, to the drink with social media right. reaction. I mean, that was live in person. They honestly did not know until he made the decision. So it's yeah. probably going to be like that with Burton. I would be somewhat interested in seeing the uh, never aired video in an alternate world where Rakestraw chose Alabama. I would like to see Drinkwitz's video, but I don't think that would have probably made social media. That wouldn't have been as well. That wouldn't have been as popular in <laughs> right. Missouri media for sure. <laughs> yes, Alabama might have enjoyed it. It may still have gone viral, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Justin also wanted to know any updates on Jackson Pruitt. I saw he set a commitment date. To me, he kind of seems like a guy that slipped off the radar a little bit here. Yeah, a little bit. I, I I know we haven't heard a lot of buzz, a lot of chatter with him, and I I'm not really, sh you know, obviously Missouri had you know Tyrone Weber, the JUCO O lineman, in for an official visit, mm -hmm. so obviously they're still searching for some offensive linemen. I don't know if Jackson Pruitt's kind of a priority for them right now, so uh, we haven't heard anything to say otherwise. No, he he visited a couple times, came in camp during the summer, came back uh, during the uh, live July period. And uh, so he's been there a couple times, but it doesn't really seem when, like he's going to be uh, uh, picking Missouri. But we'll we'll find out a little bit more about that as soon as whenever his uh, commitment date gets a little bit closer. Yeah, and when he released his top six, I did some checking, and the basic thought was Missouri was kind of wait and see. Like they probably right. they wouldn't have taken him that day, but by the time he's ready to commit, they might take him. Um, his teammate uh, Dion Walker, I I 
somebody told me last week, and I posted it on the message board, he is supposed to be visiting Mizzou this weekend for the A&M game. So, uh, I, I mean, I think most people still think he's probably staying in-state, especially with Michigan and Michigan State, both now in the top 10 and playing well. But, uh, I right. mean, that's a, that's a big kid to get on campus uh, and, and just take your shot with. Yeah, and I mean that's the kid they had on uh, had on campus during the summer as well. So you know they've that'd be the second time he's been at Missouri. So and I know we talked about it last week. You know Missouri kind of liked him as an offensive lineman, but a lot of teams are recruiting him as a defensive lineman as well, defensive tackle. So I don't know if Missouri's open to that. I know uh, you know during the summer they liked him at O line uh, at tackle specifically, but there might be an opportunity there where they say, hey, you know we've got some needs. Uh, at defensive tackle along right. the defensive line, clearly. So uh, that could be a possibility for Walker. And, you know, you got the appeal of SEC. That, that could be a, appealing, too. But, you know, look, it's you know, you're from Detroit, the Detroit area. You got Michigan, like you say, Michigan. Michigan State's playing well. They're, they're uh, both in the top ten. So ah, it's going to be a tough pull for Missouri. But to get him on campus for a big game like that, and we, we expect this weekend to be a pretty big uh, weekend for visitors yeah. and, and things like that. So to get him back on campus for a second time is a pretty good thing. Yeah, and I, I mean, Michigan just tends to be a state where not a lot of kids leave. If they have the in-state options – they they generally stay at Michigan or Michigan State unless it's for an Alabama, an Ohio State. I mean, if they leave Michigan, it is generally for a national program. Otherwise, one of those two schools in both sports really generally does a pretty good job of keeping those kids home. Right. Yeah. I mean, look if they got if they got those uh, options, especially Michigan, Michigan State. You know, if they got Ohio State, Alabama. Yeah, they're probably going to go to those schools. But you know that. That's a that's an area, especially the Detroit area, that turns out a lot of talent. They got a lot of talented kids in that in that area in that region. So, you know, for a team like you know, we've seen Missouri pull some kids out of there. But you know, you gotta you gotta hope that those kids maybe you know Michigan Michigan State's kind of like maybe they're a little bit lower on the right. priority list for those teams, and you can pull them away from there. So, but hey, you know, look. The way Drinkwitz is recruiting, you got to recruit against the big boys, and that's what he's doing in this situation. So, you know, uh, you got to take you you might take some you're going to take mm-hmm. some losses along the way, yeah. and but to get him back on campus for a second time, even if he does go to Michigan, Michigan State, I mean, proves that they uh proves that they uh they built a really good relationship to get him back on campus. That's for sure. Yeah, Duncan wants to know any big recruits in Columbia this past weekend. I don't know if this is sarcasm or uh, like just an honest <laughs> like you stumbled upon our show and and don't know. Um, I would recommend that you check out a website called PowerMizzou.com, and we do have some information. Um, but in all seriousness, look, obviously Luther Burden was here. Everybody knows that. Um, Mark. Mitchell was here in basketball, but the the one that I want to talk about for a couple minutes that you just mentioned is uh, Tyrone Weber, the junior college offensive lineman, originally from Canada, now is, I believe, at New Mexico Military Institute. After the visit to Missouri, set a commitment date for next Monday. Um, so kind of, you know, wh- what do you know about, uh, about Weber at this point? And then, then I'll pitch in with a little bit, too. I don't know a whole lot, to be honest with you, because I don't think he does a lot of interviews or he hasn't on our network. Um, nobody's really talked to him. I do know uh, he's got a lot of offers. Now, I don't know how many of those are committable, but just going off his recent visits before he visited Missouri the weekend before that, uh, he visited Oklahoma State. So obviously it's pretty clear that uh, you know Oklahoma State really wants him. So I know a lot of people are, you know, 
he's set to visit he set a decision date or supposed decision date based off the twitter coming off the missouri official does that mean it's going to be missouri we don't necessarily know that for sure um like i said missouri's still kind of you know searching for the i guess the right fit at offensive lineman if they want to take another one uh, or two but uh but, you know, it uh, it definitely makes you think he's got his mindset, whether that's going to be Oklahoma State or Missouri. We think maybe that's more going to be Oklahoma State at this point. But, Gabe, you got anything more to add on that? Yeah, I think it really is going to come down to whether he can commit to Missouri right now. Um, because right. I know everybody tends to see, well, he took an official visit, so obviously Missouri wants him. And a lot of times that's true, but a lot of times these official visits also serve as like, hey, we want to see this kid in person. We want to hang out with him. We want to kind of evaluate him as some way other than film, which is a lot of what was lost last year, honestly. I'll be interested to see how some of these classes 2020 uh, one kids pan out uh, across the country because these kids were never evaluated in person. And that is a big deal for coaches. I mean, I remember I talked to some coaches last year that said, literally, this is recruiting, right? You know, the, the cinder block walls that they have in high schools. Um, generally coaches know how tall those, each of those blocks are. So they would look <laughs> at pictures of kids standing up against those walls and say, Okay, he's like halfway up the ninth block, so he's listed at 6'6", but what that actually means is he's like 6'3". That's how they were having to do things last year. So if they've got a kid that's listed at 6'6", say 3'10", now they can bring him to campus, and they can weigh him and measure him in their weight room. And if that kid that, that is listed at 6'6", 3'10", actually comes in and is 6'4", 275, 280", that might make a difference. And I'm not saying that's the case with, with Tyrone Weber. I'm just saying that these official visits are often used not only for the recruit to assess the school, but also for the school to assess the kid. And so I don't know where Missouri stands on whether they'd take Weber or not. It, to me, the, the commitment date being announced right after that visit means one of two things. It means either Missouri will take him and he's committing to Missouri, or Missouri is kind of more like a, hey, let's hold off here just a minute. And he's saying, I don't want to hold off. I'm going to Oklahoma State. Um, that's yeah. that's my read on it. Um, and, and we will You bring up a good, but good point. I mean, official visits, you know, a lot of people are under the, you know, impression that, you know, a lot of these official visits, you know, hey, just because he said a commitment date after is officially, like I said, it could go one or two ways. But the official visits nowadays are super important because mm-hmm. of measurables, like you said. You know, look, hey, his profile might say one thing, but his actual height measurement is going to say another right. thing. And that's super and, important for teams to figure out whenever they get there. And, you know, yeah. you, you get, you know, you want to actually get those measurements too. You want to kind of see how he kind of interacts with everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. it's really getting to feel, feel the kid. And, you know, like there's been plenty of instances where, you know, maybe uh, a guy come in that has an offer, takes an official, but then they kind of cool off on him a little bit for various reasons. Like you right. mentioned, it could be measurables. It could be, just the way he interacts with the coaches, the way he's interacting with other visitors that are there. You know, maybe they just get maybe not the right, exact right vibe that they're looking for from a kid. So that's why official visits are important. There's a lot of factors that can go into it and a lot of factors that can maybe, you know, uh, you know, kind of turn a team off a little bit to mm-hmm. a kid. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Weber. You know, like I said, you bring up a good point. He's either going to commit to Missouri if they want him or Missouri's going to say, hey, you know, we're going to wait and hold off. And he's like, Hey, I'm going to go to Oklahoma State. I know they want me there. So I think it's, you know, it's definitely going to be one of those two schools. 
for uh, sure. Well, and here's the other thing that we can guarantee. A kid who's listed in his high school or JUCO program at 6'5", 310, and then they measure him at 6'3", 280, wherever he signs, he's going to be in that game program next year at 6'6", 320. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go. It's uh, it's almost like a magician. You gotta give off the yeah. illusion that you have size, you know, in some cases. <laughs> in, in, in football, I generally take off an inch and 10 pounds in basketball. Honestly, I take off like two inches. They lie about yeah. every kid. They put that kid in those platform jump shoes and say, okay, stand on your tiptoes and we're going to measure you. Like there are dudes that have played here and have been listed in the program at six, nine or six ten. They go to the NBA combine and they're six seven. I mean, it's it's not even yeah. close. And every program in the country does it, but you know. Now you're talking about like platform jump shoes, like Parliament Funkadelic type stuff from the seventies. No, I'm what? talking about like the ones Jimmy wore on Seinfeld. You know, with the with the little balls on the front that make you walk on your toes, so you strengthen your well, calves. I was talking about like the fish yeah. tank shoes. You know, like I got you. I got you. They might have those too. Um, add, add, like, add like seven inches to your height on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Jake B wants to know about the rumors about Armand Mimbo flipping. And let me say this. I think that it's a little strong to say there are rumors <laughs> of him flipping. He got an Iowa offer last night. He visited Iowa City for the Iowa Penn State game on Saturday. And look, what a hell of a game to be at, right? I mean, that atmosphere was incredible with the, the stripe stands and all that. Uh, any kid's going to come away from there impressed. Picked up an Iowa offer last night. Our Iowa site talked to him. I posted this on our message board. His direct quote was, I'm not decommitting or anything, but Iowa interests me. I mean, so, yeah, we can start rumors about him flipping, but all we have to go on is last night he said, I'm not decommitting or anything. I mean... <laughs> So yeah. that doesn't mean he won't down the road, but it means for right now he's not. And Missouri's going to get him back on campus for an official visit soon, I'm sure. Right. And uh, this is a, this is a perfect example. Look, he's, you know, he's been committed to Missouri for a while. Look, these 2022 kids, they weren't going other visits. Cool. You know, I yeah. mean, he's got a teammate and best friend, Caden Green, who's one of the top offensive linemen in next year's class. I would probably, you know, definitely wanted him. And, you know, he's tagging along, too. You've got uh, the the Mosey kid that's mm-hmm. 2025 athlete that's also a teammate. Uh, they had all three of them on campus. I mean, why not go check out some of these highlight games, you know, if you're, if you're a Mimbo and, you know, see what's out there. And if Iowa offers, yeah, it's definitely intriguing, you know. And I think, it, uh, you know, if they continue to win, it'd definitely be an intriguing offer uh, for sure and some, give him something to think about. But to say he's going to flip, <laughs> it's a little... <laughs> out over the skis here, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. because here's the thing. Crystal balls and future casts, these aren't news. Like, it, it's not... It doesn't mean anything, especially when... And this is not any shade toward the Oklahoma reporter that put in a crystal ball for the kid. I don't even know his name. I don't know who he is. But he covers Oklahoma. Like he doesn't cover right. Iowa, and he doesn't cover Missouri, and he's probably never spoken to Armand Mimbo. So there's also right. no penalty for him being wrong. You know, at some point this week, we are going to be in touch with Armand, and we will have a quote from him. And the only thing I can promise you is that it will be an actual quote. We will not make one up. We will talk to the kid, <laughs> and that quote will be what he actually said. So. 
what are you doing? Some, some very shady comment there, Dave. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I mean, was there, was there something that happened yesterday that I, I don't, I'm not aware about? I've, I've heard rumors of it happening. You're well aware of it. You're the one who showed it to me. So, um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. But if yeah, we, I, if I we have a quote of, from Armand Mimbo, I promise he actually said it. Uh, but you bring up a good point, and I did. I didn't know about somebody. I don't know whatever network put yeah. a flip in for him to go to Iowa. Uh, yeah, unless and unless it's not impossible, right? He could at some point. No, but I'm. I don't think it's anything to worry about a flip, unless you know some Iowa writers start doing right. it. You know, and then you know, hey, we'll we'll probably start talking about it and start you know like legitimately asking yes. questions and asking around about it for sure. But yeah, just some random Oklahoma writer that probably has never spoken to Armand in his right. life, and it's like, hey, well, he just visited Iowa. He's 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 got an offer. He's going to flip. You know, that's just speculation at that point. Right, like crystal balls and future cats. They're great for business. They're great to start conversations. It's a really smart thing for rivals and 247 and everybody else to do. But here's how much they mean. I could literally go onto Oregon's commitment list and predict every kid to go somewhere else. And if I did that, it, maybe the Oregon Rivals board is going to go, oh my God, what in the world's happening to our class? Well, nothing. I just got on mine and screwed with you. That's it. You know? I mean, and I'm not, I'm not going to... Gabe DeArm and the calls a mass chaos on the Oregon right. site. I'm not going to do it, but I'm just saying we need to not necessarily put quite as much stock in these as we do you know and now even well, some of them have the what's your confidence level in it like yeah. either you think he's going somewhere or you don't think he's going somewhere you know? the thing is yeah and like and you know we're bagging we're kind of bagging on on the crystal ball predictions and stuff like that but i mean you know the same for our future cast picks but the thing right, with our future yeah. cast picks we don't have confidence levels either we either think they're going or they're not, and we got to be 100% confident in those picks. You know, confidence level picks for predictions is just kind of stupid, in my opinion. You know, right. you either think you're 100% accurate, he's going somewhere, or you're 100% accurate, he's not. So I'm hedging my bet on the bet that's already hedged and doesn't mean anything. So right, but you know, that's the thing too. You know, you talk about okay, some you know some uh, Oklahoma writer put in a flip for Minball to. Iowa, you know, you had to research the source, you know, and, and we just talked about it. Has this writer even talked to Mimbo? Probably not. Yeah. He's just making a speculation. You know, when Iowa writers start doing it, that's when you oh. got to kind of maybe hit the panic button a little bit and, and, and worry a little bit if you're Missouri fans. I wish there were confidence levels in actual gambling. Like, I would bet games every weekend. <laughs> I would call up, I'd be like, Yo, I want Iowa minus three and a half against Penn State. But it's only a confidence level of two. So if I lose, I don't have to actually pay you. That'd be it's cool. definitely a good, yeah. It's definitely a good way to get right. out of that, right? For sure. I'd like that. <laughs> so Ryan wants to know if there's any more Gentry Williams news. Um, I don't have anything more than than what we had last week, which is Missouri is a bigger factor here than we initially thought, and then most people initially thought they would like to get him on campus before he makes his announcement, which is next Monday. I, Sean, to me, if he is here this weekend it does not mean missouri is getting him but it means they have a chance if he is not here this weekend book it he's going to oklahoma right and i think and i think the thing that's really kind of flown under the radar throughout his entire recruiting process and maybe maybe not in our opinion because you know we know about it we've mentioned it before but i think a lot of people don't take take for granted his relationship with Aaron Fletcher, mm -hmm. which, you know, obviously he was at Tulsa 
you know, he's got a lot of family ties. You know, him, his yeah. family and Jim Carmuda's family is really tight. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of people don't realize and don't really, you know, consider that a major factor. But obviously it is. You know, we like I yeah. said, we've heard Missouri is a pretty good player here. Now, does he end up coming here? Look, if he comes this weekend, hey, you know, I mean, like you said, that's big, but still not a – I wouldn't say a huge I'm, amount of confidence that he'll, right. he would end up at Missouri. But, hey, look, that would say a lot if he comes to Missouri this weekend for the A&M game before he makes his decision. Now, mm-hmm. I think ultimately he will end up at Oklahoma. But, hey, look, we'll see what happens this weekend if he shows up, and we'll, you know, we'll kind of continue. But, yeah, the, the, the relationship with Aaron Fletcher – is kind of, kind of, like I said, it, it's it's been a huge factor throughout his recruiting process. He's been here twice. I think he was here twice during the summer. So yeah. And uh, all right, so uh, Sean's uh, Sean's internet is is giving him some trouble. So we're gonna let him uh, go for good now. But uh, yeah, Gentry Williams. I talked to him in March in Tulsa. Oh, hey, now Sean's back. This is. This is uh, fun, man. Yeah, Chris Lee was calling me. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah, you just uh, you went away and then you're back. But, uh, no, but I, I interviewed Gentry in person in uh, Tulsa in March. And, I mean, he walked in that day to the weight room in an Oklahoma football shirt. You know, I mean. Right. So, I am saying officially that I would go future cast of Gentry Williams to Oklahoma with a confidence level of seven. If he does not visit Missouri this weekend, I say confidence level of nine to Oklahoma. I would go. Yeah, I was going to say if right now my confidence level in Oklahoma would probably be eight, so yeah. I would be more confident on my level is, than you, Gabe. So this is cool. It. We're going to start doing the confidence level uh, segment of this show every week. Uh, I, I enjoy this. Um, all right. So last thing I wanted to finish up with you. Um, you know, obviously you talked to Sam Horn after his visit. I mean. This is how even high-profile kids, they tend to, once they've committed, kind of fall off the radar a little bit. You know, I mean, Sam was in town, but this is not a drama kid. He is coming to Missouri, and there's really not any question about that. No, I'm pretty much very confident in his answers, pretty con- very confident that he's coming to Missouri. Love the, uh, loved the interaction with the coaches and talking about the offense and how he can fit in. And I uh, was really excited about getting able, being able to kind of see the behind-the-scenes look of what it's like on game day and things mm-hmm. like that. And obviously, you know, um, you know, he, I asked him about the defense because obviously that's a, a glaring issue with Missouri. And you know, Sam, Sam you know, he kind of, he kind of chuckled a little bit, you know, about the question. He's like, "Hey, he's like, I know the defense is kind of an issue, but the coaches are very open about it. They know it's an issue. They kind of." Uh, uh, you know, kind of address what they're going to do about it and try to solve the issues. So um, it's not something that uh, they're trying to hide. You know, right. uh, they're being very upfront and honest with me about it. And uh, but said, you know, a lot of the focus was about the offense being a quarterback in that in that system and uh, how he would fit in. And you know, look, he um, he said, hey, my initial my main objective was to enjoy my official visit. He said. Also, my other objective was to recruit uh, Luther Burton, and uh, he hung out with him Saturday. He hung out with him Sunday, him and his family. They were there, uh, Luther Burton and his family were there Saturday and Sunday, hanging out with Sam Horn. Said he got a really really good vibe from Luther. Said they really hit it off really well whenever they initially met in person. You know, obviously he's been recruiting him through social media and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, he said he's got a really good vibe. So, you know, ultimately it's going to be his decision whether he wherever he wants to go, whether that's Georgia or Missouri. But, uh he said he really got a really thought his family and uh, Luther had a really good time this weekend. So 
really good stuff from Sam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's, you know, he, like I said, we mentioned before, he's, he doesn't do a lot of interviews, doesn't right. like to do them, but, uh, he was gracious enough to do it for us because he took the official, uh, a little bit different this time around. You know, he said he really loved, uh, even though he's seen everything, you know, in, in his previous visits, he, he liked it. Everybody was there and all the students were there. Everything was open. All the fans were there the game day, everybody downtown after the game, before the game. So he really loved the campus environment there at Missouri. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's really looking forward to, uh, to uh, being up there, like I said, he's going to play football. He's going to play baseball too. So yeah. you know, yeah. that's that's a that's a very important for him as well. Yeah. So good on Missouri for taking our advice and bringing Horn and Burden in on the same weekend. Um, and and just kind of to wrap up, uh, and and I post this on the message board. But the most important thing he said, it, and this is not the direct quote, but it is the gist of it. That uh, you know, Eli Drinkwitz is recruiting kids who have these other big time offers by saying, look, you can join something that's already established or you can come and you can be the reason it's established here. And that well, I've said for years, there's only two pitches. We're on top, help keep us there. We're not on top, help get us there. Those are the only two recruiting pitches other than we'll get you a whole lot of name, image and likeness money that are ever used, you know? So um, that's what they're using. Yeah. So go ahead. No, you bring up a good point, and, and he kind of used the example of A&M beating Alabama because they were, you know, Horn said they were actually watching that game, and, you know, Drinkwood said, hey, you know, you can, you can be that for us, what A&M just did to Alabama, you know, mm -hmm. you can be that for us in the future, you know, so that's, yeah, I mean, he really liked that message, you know, just trying to bring bring everybody in and, and make Missouri become, you know, a viable contender in, uh, in the SEC. Yeah. So, um, okay, Sean, this is, I think, our last live show, recruiting show, before Luther <clears throat> Burden's announcement next Tuesday. So I'm going to provide you the platform to officially make your confidence factor prediction if you would like to do so. <laughs> also, your internet right. can just cut out again if you want it to. Put, put me on the spot. No, I don't care, man. Uh, right now, uh, man, just because he hasn't, you know, he hasn't went to Georgia yet. Um, right now, I would put Missouri as my pick confidence level. Uh, I would go with a confidence level of seven right now. Ooh, okay. All right. So uh, I'm uh, I refuse to answer. Uh, I'm not answering that well, question, so it's all it's on Sean. Show, it's your rules. Whatever, yeah. man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Appreciate it. And, uh, and we'll be in touch. All right, man. All right, Sean Williams joining us uh, for the Tuesday recruiting show, as he always does. And the plan, look, next Tuesday again, we're going to do a show. Whether we do this and then drive to East St. Louis, whether we do this show live from East St. Louis, we don't know the plans yet. It depends on when Luther Burden's announcement is, what exactly happens there. Um, but we are, we are going to have a show for you next week. We are also going to have coverage of Luther Burden's announcement. Uh, wanted to save the, uh, the one basketball question real quick before we go. Uh, wanted to let Sean go, but Kyle is asking any percent chance of getting Mark Mitchell. There's always a percent chance. It's not zero. It's not above 10. Most people seem to think he's going to UCLA. If not UCLA Duke, uh, Missouri and Kansas seem to be kind of included here in the final group, but unlikely. I saw that he plans a December announcement. So you never know what can change between now and then. But, no, we don't feel super optimistic about Missouri's chances of uh, Landon Mitchell, who was the number 11 player in the country and was in town for his second official visit to Missouri last weekend. Also, will visit Kansas, Duke, and UCLA. 
So uh, that's that. I've got Eli Drinkwitz's press conference starting in 58 minutes, so I've got to get set up and get over for that. Uh, thanks to you guys for, uh, for participating and being here this week. Uh, if you're watching with us live, hit the like button before you leave. If you are listening on the replay on the podcast, just uh, give the podcast a good review, leave a nice comment, tell everybody how incredible we are uh, and how we managed to take technical issues in stride and get through them. Speaking of taking issues in stride and getting through them, Brandon Barnes is going to do that with you. Look, it, there may be hiccups here and there when you're looking for a mortgage, when you're looking for a refinance, uh, but Brandon's going to be able to talk you through all those issues. He's going to be able to get you through the process. He's got the best rates in town. He's got the best customer service in town. He's a Mizzou fan. He's a supporter of PowerMizzou.com. So that's everything you need right there. If you've got, if you need a, a new mortgage, a refinance, whether you're moving, whatever it is, hit up Brandon Barnes, bbarnes at usa-mortgage.com. Uh, showmemortgage.com for a free online, uh, you know, rate check and. Yeah, just uh, just give Brandon a shot at your business. You won't regret it. One of the best guys I've gotten to know in the last uh, last 20 years doing this, and he will take care of you on that front. Um, we'll take care of you on the recruiting front and on the covering Missouri front and all that. Be off to Eli Drinkwitz's press conference shortly. Thanks for watching. Talk to you guys later.